helped defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Family Life International presents Father Nicholas Grace of the Institute of the Incarnate Word. To learn more about the Institute, go to www.ive.org. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're in a very important period in the Church, a liturgical period. Advent. Advent and Lent are what we call strong times in the liturgical calendar. And they've got different themes. In the first week of Advent, I tried to talk about a little bit its meaning the different comings of Christ and the importance of being prepared for these comings. In the second week, we presented in a corresponding manner to the readings in the second week, the readings which focused on repentance, we tried to show that this repentance, particularly through the sacrament of reconciliation, is perhaps the best way to make that preparation for the coming of Christ, for the coming of God. And besides examining and looking at the different elements that are present in a good confession, like examination of conscience, cultivating sorrow in our heart for our sins, the act of humility when we confess those sins to a priest, the goodwill in carrying out the penitence that he gives us, we also saw that all-important element, resolution. That is, leaving the confessional with the firm decision to try not to fall into those sins again. Well, if the second week of Advent was about what we won't do, sin, perhaps the third week of Advent can be about what we will do, what we will do. And here is where another very important type of resolution comes into play. Yes, the word is resolution. Now I think this is appropriate because very soon it's going to be that time of year when we make our New Year's resolutions. Now reflecting on this, I thought that if we think about them now, before, we won't be so quick to abandon them after. If we consider them with the objective to try and make our New Year's resolutions more God-centered rather than self-centered, again, perhaps we won't be so quick to give them up after. But what could the resolutions be? Look, as we know, the Christian is either going forward or backward. The worst possible place to be is in the middle. Going forward is that we practice the virtues, particularly the virtues of faith, hope and charity, 
the theological virtues. If we're going backward, we're practicing one or many vices, sins. If we're in the middle, it means we're stagnant Christians. And a stagnant Christian is a mediocre Christian. A mediocrity cultivates, breeds, breeds tepidity. And tepidity is nothing other than that awful, awful vice of lukewarmness. Lukewarmness of faith. Lukewarmness which Christ himself deplores. You know, it was about 70 years after Christ rose from the dead and passed from this world that he gave a vision to the beloved apostle St. John. And amongst other things, in this vision, he gave St. John a message to give to some of the Christian communities, some of the first Christian communities. He was very displeased that they had lost their fervour. And he asked John to tell them this. I know your deeds. You are neither cold nor hot. How I wish you were one or the other. So, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich and need nothing. But you do not realise that you are poor and blind. Friends, these were big words from Christ. He criticised those early Christian communities a lot. In the hope that, at the very least, they might change a little. What changes was Christ asking for back then? What changes is Christ asking of us now? What changes are always necessary in the Christian life? The answer is that there's always a lukewarmness in our religious practice in relation to ourselves, our neighbour and our God. Vices to remove from myself. Virtues to practice towards other people. And finally, well, less messing around and time wasting and more praying to God. Incidentally, if our New Year's resolutions do not have these things in mind, are not ordered toward these things, we're wasting our time. Truly, we are wasting our time. So, let's focus on these three areas for a moment. New Year's resolutions. Firstly, in relation to ourselves. Here it's important to examine Examine ourselves, our character, who we are. What vices do I have? If I'm a woman, perhaps am I indiscreet when talking about others? If I'm a man, am I boastful talking about myself? 
women often have the vice of showing others up. Just like men often have the vice of showing themselves off. Different vices are quite general to both of the genders. But also, every single person has their own individual character defects and vices and flaws. What our purpose is with this reflection is to identify, accept my character defect and attack it. Attack it, attack it, attack it. There's the resolution. Identify, accept, attack. Secondly, another area to examine is our religious life in relation to our neighbour. You know, my father, Ken, he has a Jewish friend. I know him well. His name's Ian Vart. They've been friends for years. My mother jokes and says that when Ian meets people, especially those that he doesn't know, he interviews them. He asks them so many questions. But we knowing Ian have figured out quite well that he's not interviewing them he's just really interested in them he cares about people he wants to know their their joys their successes he listens if they're in pain if they're in difficulty and you know what if they're in difficulty and he can help them he will right about this time of year Ian will be out looking for empty shoe boxes. He'll fill them up with good things and toys and presents and send them off to poor children in poor countries so they might have something decent for Christmas. That's the kind of man Ian is. He cares about people outside his own circle of friends. Our reflection here is do I care about anybody outside my immediate circle? If the answer is no, my resolution should not be what am I going to do, but when am I going to start? You see, my father always said that Ian, always says that Ian, he's Jewish, you know, Nick, but he's one of the best Christians I know. And he means it as a compliment. Because that's the kind of behaviour that a Christian is meant to have. Finally though, I think we should reflect and examine ourselves how our religious practice is in relation to God. question here is, am I a bit miserable with God? Could I give him a little bit more? Not more money, but more of my time. Could I, for example, read the New Testament? Could I start to pray the Rosary or the Divine Mercy? Could I just have a little bit of silent time for God every day? Could I perhaps go to Mass a little bit more often? Or at the very least, could I just get to Mass on time? Brothers and sisters, 
I can't answer these questions. I can only ask them. And I ask them because they're important. The efforts we make in the here and now will have a fundamental influence on our lot in the here and after. Of course, the Lenten season, as I mentioned before, is about perhaps what we won't do. We won't eat, we won't drink, we won't smoke, whatever. Well, let the Advent season be about what we will do. Advent isn't just a preparation for the coming of Christ. Advent is an effort to wake us up, to put at the top of our list those things we're going to do so that we can go to Christ. So, let's ask Mary the grace to help us formulate our New Year's resolutions. Resolutions in relation to ourselves, our brothers and our God. Resolutions about our religion. Resolutions for the new year that we can start today. We entrust this and all our intentions into the Immaculate Heart of Mary as we pray. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Mm-hmm.